Welcome back to another episode of BD Radio. Um, hope you're all having a nice week. What is it, Tuesday? Tuesday, so a good start to the week at least. Um, we've got some questions to answer from our members this week. Welcome, Dan. Thank you. Not exactly cycling through podcast hosts. It's always you. Oh, well. But questions this week but we had some items on the agenda to tick off before that the first one being exciting that we are picking up keys to our new facility next week very exciting end of this week not next week and we can commence the fit out so should have some more concrete news on when it is that we might be able to move in hopefully soon come on darabin council (laughs) right on them um but the Hit out all begins. We're looking forward to keeping you guys up to date with what's happening and show you guys the progress, I guess. So yeah, that'll be exciting. If you've got any ideas, guys, oh, yeah. throw them our way. <laughs> yes, uh, tag us in your Pinterest posts or whatever, <laughs> that, the Pinterest boards with the nice gyms and all that. Um, the other thing that happened this week, and a first, a world first, Danielle said... Oh. Yes. I wonder what you're going to say. Yeah, <laughs> no, I said. She said that she's actually going to make an effort to lose weight. Now, why is this significant? Because she's never said that before. It's something that you haven't actively tried to achieve. And I think it's good for people to know this. And I think it's good for us to talk about it because it's one thing to know how to do it. And, you know, like, obviously, you've got a great handle on the changes that you need to make. So, it's, you know, there's no fluke to the to the results that you are going to achieve but it's still good to kind of um share your own experiences and the challenges or the th- or the things that you're finding hard or the things that you're finding easy can i just mention to everyone that we did not discuss talking about this on our podcast today because it wouldn't have hit the air but we are rolling <laughs> wow so it doesn't matter wow can't delete it now mm. so if you never hear this we deleted it but <laughs> but so talk me through it what what prompted you to make the decision? Um, I am the heaviest I've ever been as an adult. And I'm just not overly comfortable. Like, yeah, it's not like the number that makes me uncomfortable. It's not, I just don't feel like myself um, since having Harry. Like, I just feel like I'm very relaxed. Who's now, or what's he now, three and a half months? Yeah, Harry's three, Harry's three and a half months. Yeah, and it's not like oh, I want to lose five kilos. It's it's not like that at all. It's just me wanting to feel like me. Um, and also, I I feel like when you're a mum, like after you have a baby, there's so much that you do that isn't for yourself. So like you're constantly like feeding and you know things like that. And I feel like that's like food is one thing that I'm very much in control of and Mm. that's something that makes me feel better so for those of you that don't know me I used to be quite rigid like I had no problem saying no you know to anything being passed around a table um I was very just to give you what an example on rigid like you were hardcore paleo for how long uh strict for about two years I'd say two years like so Paleo is, you know, meat, vegetables, fish, fruit, like all natural with no starches, grains at all. Sugar, you know, like artificial. 
Limited potato, limited starches, but yeah, no, yeah. no wheat, no, yeah, no, definitely no gluten. Yes. So you never no had dairy. any bread, never had any, you know, cheese, milk, any of that stuff. No, no oats. Oats is probably the thing I miss most. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, and me now, I still eat very well, I'd say, but I don't say no as often. Hmm. <coughs> bless you. What do you say if someone coughs? <coughs> Good radio. <laughs> Not bless you. But um, yes, yeah, so you and I was actually surprised to hear you say like I knew, I knew you would probably make a little bit more of an effort just eventually, you know. But I didn't expect to hear it this soon. So I guess from my perspective, I was just like, oh, okay. And I think it's probably coincided with you being able to train a little bit more. You know, Definitely. So, so that sort of aspect of your lifestyle's ramped up. You know, you trained what four times last week or five, five. times? Yeah, yeah, five times last week. You know, off very limited. You know, like you, you hadn't done much before that. So, well, as in you know, like lifting weights. I mean, you've done a lot of stuff like you know, core work and all that kind of stuff at home. But I mean, like at the intensity. Yeah, so I've been yeah. I've been doing a consistent three to four sessions. Yeah, since Harry's been well, three to six, five. Yeah. six weeks old. Yeah, but it hasn't been. Um, yeah, it definitely wasn't as focused. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not much resistance. It was just not as much volume focused. either. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so you've ramped it up there, and I think it's sort of almost triggered a response in other areas, I guess. So. Yeah. And just like we say to our nutrition guys, like what, it's not necessarily what I'm doing in the gym. Mm. It's the mindset that puts me in for the decisions I make outside the gym. Yeah. I was saying to someone the other day, like for the goal of pure weight loss, the gym almost acts as like a charger for motivation. Yeah. Your motivation's sort of battery. Like if you spend a couple of days out and then you come back in, charge back up, and all of a sudden you're all positive and more likely to do the positive actions outside the gym that you need to do. That, you know, like training's important, but it's probably more important for keeping you consistent outside the gym if that is the goal. Yes. You know, so I think that that's obviously helped. So beyond that, like... What changes have you made this week? Um, I've pretty much removed all processed carbs. Processed (laughs) carbs. Yeah, so what's kind of something that I've been having since we've had Harry's like sourdough, let's say. Oh, yeah. Like some good quality bread. So I'd normally have maybe one slice of toast in the morning with my eggs. Mm -hmm. I've swapped that piece of toast with a banana, with a piece of fruit instead. Okay, so I'm still having my eggs, but I'm replacing the toast with um, a banana. Things like pasta, I'm going a wheat-free option. So whether that be um, rice or like a legume-based pasta. Mm. So that sort of stuff, I guess, is just kind of improving the quality of your nutrition in regarding like nutrients and micronutrients and all that sort of stuff. But... What have you done to kind of help initiate a little bit of a calorie deficit to kind of kickstart the results a little bit? Um, So I'm not – well, I'm actually noting down what I'm eating for the first time in a very long time. I haven't done that. Food diary. So I am doing my own little food diary, keeping myself accountable. And when I do that, 
I'm not like snacking on like so for example if Mia was eating something um nuts like or that would that, yeah that I would something. eat like Just not the not something things. that's unhealthy mm. um but like I'd finish it off if she didn't finish her, her breakfast toast, yeah her fruit you know. bun yeah so removing all those little bits and pieces that I know I don't need just tidying up the Just edges. Just tidying up the edges. Yep. Nothing So crazy. you're obviously in a position where the foundation of your nutrition, like your meals, are pretty good. Like slight tweaks here and there with the banana and the bread, but like the the like content and the energy content of those meals roughly stays the same. Yes. And you're focusing on just the weeds around the edges, you know, yes. so like a couple of corn chips here or a little bit of dip there or a little bit of this or a little bit of that, either side of tea, like some nuts or some, you know, what else do you have after tea? A little panna stick nuts, <laughs> occasionally. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, normally I have a little bit of chocolate with yeah. William. Like yeah. I quite enjoy doing that with him. Yeah. Um, that was cute. Last night he asked me if I wanted some and I had to say no. It broke my heart. <laughs> he asked. <laughs> just, full disclosure, he asked if she wants some because then he knows that he can have some. He's like, Mum, would you like some chocolate? And then as a byproduct, he knows that he'll get some. But, um, and then he yeah, offered so, to make you a tea instead. Yeah, that was yeah. cute. Um, so just, yeah, little bits and pieces that I know I don't need. Like it absolutely killed me this morning to – I threw away a little bit of toast. Food waste. Oh. Goes yeah. against every fibre of your Italian being. It does. But I didn't need it and Mia wasn't going to eat it. Yep. And you weren't home, so yep. it went in the bin. Mm. All right. So we wait with beta. Have you done measurements stuff? I haven't done your measurements. Yeah, so I did measurements and I weighed myself on Friday. So I'm looking forward to Ooh, a bit of a check-in this Friday. Next week. Yeah. Have you taken pictures? No. Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Moving on. I'll do them later. But, yeah, so I... I think it's probably good for people to hear how it goes because I, you know, like it's important for us to be able, like. I think sometimes people think that we don't have the same struggles that they do. Yeah, I agree. it's like we absolutely do. You know, like say notice stuff that we enjoy. I just think the only difference is is we've worked through the challenges of how to get around it, and we're kind of armed with the tools that we need to negate it. Which now is basically what we do in our nutrition program is you know educate people on what they need to do and how to do it yeah anyway interesting stuff look forward to following that moving on to our questions i was happy with one of them in particular that was a ripper so talini hi talini if you're listening i hope you are because we're going to answer your question suggestions on what to do in the days i'm not working out in the gym so that i don't lose the momentum throughout the week oh great one terrific question so first or me you go. You, me? Yep. Okay. So most people that train at our gym are on our membership option that entitles them to train three times per week. Yep. What would you say is ideal for somebody in terms of like movement? Yep. For like the average person who just wants to be fit and healthy. As in like how does their lifestyle look activity-wise? Yeah. They train three to four times a week and they hit 10,000 steps a day. Okay. Is that it? Uh, I'm, sim- I'm similar. I'd say my my basic rule is you want to move more than not. So we've got seven days in a week. I'd say four. And anything above that is a bonus. As in targeted sessions. Yeah. So they automatically get three here, which yeah. they don't need to think about. 
It's yeah. taken care of. We do the programming. They come in, they have a great time, and they leave. So you think it's ideal to add in like a run or so, something like yeah, that? So, yeah, if they life. could do one other thing every single week consistently. Mm-hmm. And that other thing, just to round that out, because I know where you're going with this, like that can be specific to their own goal yes. or their own challenges. So. Yes. For example, it doesn't have to be a run. Um, we have a client at the moment who's a perfect example of this who's started a stretching program. Yep. You know, because he's extremely tight. So that's another, you know, like he trains here and then he stretches at home. Perfect. Perfect. That, that, that does count as a targeted session. Absolutely. A lot of our mums, like whether it be a Pilates session. Yeah, 100%. Consistently. Mm. Um, and that does keep you in a good mindset so over a seven day period you're moving more often than not that's going to keep you in a pretty good place to make good decisions elsewhere Mm -hmm. so i think the key with this question and you touched on it right at the end is mindset so it's like there's what's perfect and then there's what's practical so ideally if i had three sessions i'd be trying to space those out over the week as best i could so whether it's monday wednesday friday monday thursday saturday what i would try and avoid and this isn't the reality for everyone you know like everyone has a different schedule and at the end of the day you just need to do what's like what will work best for you so i would try and avoid training monday tuesday wednesday and then having to wait until Monday before my sessions roll over again. But if that's you, it's like, okay, well, that's my reality. And if that's the reality, then that's as good as it's going to be. And that is like what it will be. And that's fine. But you need to be doing, as you said, some like other actions on the other day to keep you in that positive mindset. So if the gym is the only activity that you're doing, if you go two days with you know like off and you're doing nothing and you're working at a desk and you're not getting many steps and it's sort of like the the gym's the only positive you are going to struggle with the headspace and the mindset but if you can and it doesn't even have to be activity it can be like a little cue that like triggers these other little behaviors so you might on the days you don't train you walk the dog before work just something to kind of put you in that space of i'm up and i'm moving or you might wake up 20 minutes earlier and do some stretching or you might just do something that is like you're going out of your way to do a positive action you might wake up a bit earlier and cook a healthier breakfast it doesn't have to be active it's something that's going to put you in a good positive mind frame which then makes it more likely to do like positive actions yeah i was working with a client last week and the task was um targeted like movement like adding some kind of movement um into her day and the stuff she came up with was just amazing here's an example she was doing farmer's carries down her own hallway okay like like, just do something like you know i've done the shopping well i'm just going to walk up and down a few more times with my shopping bags like that's incredible Mm. walking to the shops would be another one like she was getting off the tram three stops earlier yeah. And walking. Like, it didn't change her day dramatically, but it made a big difference to her week and how she felt about it. Mm, exactly. And if there's one thing that I learned, and this was ex- especially prevalent with a nutrition client that I had in the last round of um, the program, where it was, we could really tell the difference in the in the weeks where she was feeling good and training and everything was clicking 
And then when she wasn't feeling as good for whatever reason, like work got in the way and a little bit dropped off, like all of a sudden it became much harder. It wasn't like she had less time. She was just less inclined to go and do yeah. the positive actions that it took. Yeah. So if you feel like that's you, if you're at home, you're like, oh, like if, if I'm not coming to the gym, I feel like I'm not sure what to do. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't have to be an hour of walking. It doesn't have to be a, you know, whatever. It can literally be waking up and making a healthy smoothie. Positive action, bang, tick, and then away you go. Like so much will flow off the back of that. Yeah. With when if it is if you do want it to be movement targeted, like seriously think about what you enjoy. Yeah. Like, a hobby. Don't a go sport. for a run if your mate Jill likes running. Yeah. And you hate it. Like mm. you need to find something that you really enjoy and that you will do week after week after week. And it doesn't have to be perfect. Like I think people are like, oh, what's the point of that? Yeah. It's like, well, like of course there's a point because the other op, the other alternative is actually doing zero. Yeah. So even if, you know, if it's not good. 10 out of 10, if it's 1 out of 10, well, it's still better than 0 out of 10. Yeah. Do you, you want know, like, a bit of an arm pump? Like do some push-ups. Yeah, like a bit, <laughs> a bit of an arm pump. <laughs> cheapest. Like, like something. <laughs> yeah, it might be bouncing on the trampoline or, yeah. you know, like it can be anything. Get out there with the kids. Yeah, it can be anything. So, but it's, you know, it's often not what you do, it's how you feel about it. Yeah. You know, so... Hopefully that answers your question, Talini, but that's what I'd be looking for is opportunities to do positive actions that will like further your results mentally, physically, all of the above. Yep. And if you want to chat about it further, you know where we are. We can At your next session, we can talk about it. One from Instagram, drinking more water in cold weather. I am struggling. Oh, we get Join this one a lot. Join the club. Yeah, we get this one a lot. Um, I think we've mentioned it multiple times, but warm water is what works best for us. So we yep. tend to drink um, stacks of it. Yeah, a lot of it. Well, it does help that it's freezing cold in here. So we're, know, we're trying to heat up. blue, so I'm <laughs> <scull and> boiling <laughs> water to keep my insides from freezing. Um, I found a great uh, advertisement for the space. Come spark- train with us. Freeze you. Yep. Yeah, I was about to say right. something. Yeah. <laughs> I've spent I found sparkling water works for a lot of my nutrition clients. So they're like, Does that count as water? I'm like, Yeah. Yeah, especially for people who love soft drink and they just want to change it up yeah, a little exactly. bit. Yeah, mm. exactly. Add in some soda water or some sparkling water, that's absolutely fine. Tea. Tea is fine, herbal teas. If you want to add in like flavour to your water, like mm. a slice of lemon, slice of lime. Yeah. Like really think again. It comes down to what you like as an individual. Don't do yep. what your mate Jill's doing. So the do hot water you... is my favourite. Yeah. But I also know that I struggle with it on the weekend because when I'm at work and I want that like something warm, then it's it's always on my mind. And I was like, yeah, I can't be having this much coffee every day. So I had to swap to hot water. But when I'm at home, I struggle with that. So you do. We yeah. we we asked each other the question. A couple of weeks ago, I think, yeah. maybe even a month ago. Um, what is the first thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. If I was co- oh, it, if we were coaching one another. If you were coaching another, me, what would you tell me to change? And you said hydration on the weekend. Yeah. Did you say the weekend or just in general? Yeah. What did I say? I can't even remember. Probably everything. <laughs> no, it I might think, have been um, snacking or something like that. What was it? Uh, I can't remember. It wasn't. I don't know. I don't think it was that. N- nutrition coaches can't change personality anyway. So, so. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, we have a, str- we have a struggle. hard to change perfection. But, but um, yeah. yeah, it's it's super common. It's also like 
reality is you need a little bit less water in winter anyway because you're not quite sweating as much. Like you still need enough, but you don't need to be guzzling it like in summer after training and you're hot nonstop and all that sort of stuff. You just need to be hitting a baseline. Yeah. Use your wee as a bit of a guideline. The clearer, the better. If it's looking a little bit orange cordial, time to up the water. If it's looking a bit lemon cordial, maybe a little bit more water. If it's looking clear, you are apples. Keep it going. <laughs> I, w- I was going to give <laughs> some what? clearer guidelines than that, but I, oh, I, I yeah, do yeah. like the wee one. Yeah, That's tell good. them the um, but a basic a basic yeah, rule the kgs is and yeah liters. one liter per twenty five kilos of body weight. That's a pretty good guide. Um, plus point. plus a liter for every hour of exercise. So yeah. for me, just to break it, oh, what am I? Eighty five kgs. Um, so that would be three liters to get me to 75 and then I train five days out of seven. So four liters most days. And like, I know that I don't hit that, like that's a lot, but as close as I can get to that would be the best, but as always. And also guys, if you know that like, so so for example, you've just calculated and you're like, like, oh my gosh, I should be drinking three liters. I drink one liter a day. Please don't try and drink three liters the next day. Unless you enjoy weeing all the time. <laughs> like you, you just need to build <laughs> yeah. it up gradually. So just slowly, slowly. Yeah, just adding, you know, a little bit extra each day, like, um, and then your body will adapt. Five hundred mils a week. Yeah, just yep. take it slowly. One from this morning. Yep. A good discussion in the six a.m. That um, intermittent fasting. Oh. So. Girls, in- no. intermittent fasting is the practice of like time restricted eating so most people would have a rough idea of what it is and most people would associate it with like oh you skip breakfast that that's the most common meal that people miss it's basically you give yourself a time on you know out of a 24 hour day i might have a 12 and 12 window so from 7 a.m till 7 p.m i can eat and then i won't eat again you know after 7 p.m until 7 a.m which we sort of basically do anyway because we go to bed and we eat our dinner early but that's basically what it is yeah actually what's the the idea behind it though so like tell everyone so it's like giving your body a chance yeah to kind of reset give it a break the digestive system yeah you know, so many of us, and we see this with our nutrition guys all the time, is like compulsive snackers. Oh, and we notice snacky. that when we stop snacking as much, and even though, yeah, yes, there's a slight reduction in calories, but how many people look less bloated and like just... So one of the big pros of intermittent fasting or, you know, just eating a, li- a little bit less often is reducing inflammation, fluid retention, all sorts of stuff like that. So you might notice that initially. Um, what else does it do? I, I, I guess it's like... It has been proven. So like always do yep. your own research, guys. Yep. But it has been proven to be a lot more successful for males rather than females. And yep. that's just due to um, the hormonal stuff for the girls. Yep. There's um, a yep. lot more things to consider. More volatile environment. Like, yeah, more stuff can go wrong, I guess. Um, the... I guess the most common practice for intermittent fasting is people using it to lose weight. Not many people who are, um, you know, in good physical shape and happy with where they are tend to be like, I'm now going to skip breakfast. Um, So I guess it it can give people some parameters around that. And I know a lot of people who we speak to are like, just tell me what to do. Or they really love like a black and white 
option, you know, like, um, and that's why yeah, it's very clear. nutrition, you know, like, or f- uh, fad diets can be appealing is because yeah. if you're keto, it's just like, oh, well, I don't eat carbs and yeah. it's easy. And it's like, I may not necessarily understand why, but I just don't do it. Yeah. Um, basically intermittent fasting for weight loss is just a fancy way of eating less. Um, <laughs> it's not... Um, it's not magical in the way of it helps you burn more or anything like that at the end of the week as we know like you know a total reduction in calories is what you need and how you achieve that is totally up to the individual so even this morning in the 6 a.m we had a couple of polar opposites so one client said that they would take in easily more than half of their daily intake before lunchtime and the other clients said that she doesn't eat until lunchtime Neither are necessarily right or wrong. It's totally up to them what works for them. Yeah, what makes you feel good? Yeah, exactly. Like everyone, that's what we, is something that is just like we consistently feed people. Like how do you feel? Yeah, exactly. Um, Like if you you feel rubbish, it's, it's probably not something that you should continue doing. No, but that's with everything as well. Uh, oh, here comes old mate from next door with chips. Oh, so my goodness. We, we don't want to fight. Yeah, he's offering us hot chips. <laughs> We're trying to tell our members like how to be healthy, and you come over here with your souvlakis and your chips. Uh, it is true. I am here with chips for the kids. All Seasons Wax Co. But for some reason, uh, Ben eats them instead. I do, actually. It's protecting <laughs> the kids. Oh, okay. Do you want any? No, thank, no, thank you. you. See, All right, we're, we're back. Working on saying no. I can't even remember what I was saying now. I was distracted. The, it, uh, the fasting. So, no, I haven't done it. You oh, have. yeah, yeah. So, I have. So, yeah. in typical Ben fashion, I was like, oh, f- fasting, huh? What's the most extreme way you can do this? So, I did 20 hours fasting window and four hours of eating window once. And it was terrible. And, you know, they were like, oh, you feel great, mental clarity, all this stuff. I did it for about a month, felt woeful, went back. I was like, that's not for me. Now, granted, I was a younger man, a little bit hot-headed, and I went in way too strong. I probably should have done something a little bit more gradual. But I guess all I can speak of is the experience I had. Um, I'm not good without food. No, you're mm. bloody nightmare without food. Yeah. So <laughs> please never do it. Oh, but yeah, um, yeah it, it's not for us. I've never recommended it to anyone. I just think that there's more practical ways to go about it. But as we said, if you do the research, if you feel like it would suit your lifestyle well, um, then absolutely give it a crack and see how you feel. But if you feel rotten, then don't continue with it. There are so many different ways for you to achieve a goal and you know like it's important that you feel comfortable and confident in the plan and also rather than just following it blindly because some hella on instagrams said it works exactly and one thing that is really i hold um really strongly to is are you well yep like if you're finding you are constantly sick and like yep. catching every bug, every cold. Not sleeping well. Not sleeping well. Not it's, recovering from training. Exactly. It's probably not great for you. Yeah. As a general rule, we should be feeling pretty good. Yeah. We should sure, be. Sure, we get, we get yeah. sick occasionally, but yeah. nothing, like you shouldn't be chronically sick. No. And people who are should maybe change something. Yeah. We all know that one person. Um, yeah, so... Uh, I think I've summarised it all right. 
Yep. Just see for yourself. Try it out if you want to. All good. I think that's all the questions for today. Excellent. Uh, yeah, we touched on the negatives. The oh, we haven't given too many benefits of fasting. Do we need a couple more? Uh, no, we only said oh about giving your digestive system a break. Yeah, that one too. But it, yeah, so I mean, most people's health will improve from a reduction of calories anyway. Like yeah. just all the blood markers and blood sugar levels, um, f- um, blood lipids as well so fats in the bloods like that's all stuff that you can see from a reduction in calories not just necessarily from fasting yeah and also be careful if you do have any type of condition that does affect like your blood sugars and that kind of thing like just be really careful yeah um before deciding to try something like this yeah yeah it it wouldn't be my first step but i can understand I understand when people enjoy it just because it is fairly easy to understand. It's clear cut. Yeah, it's clear cut. Yeah. I just won't eat until lunchtime yeah. or I will eat a bit earlier. And it doesn't really help when buddy, um, I was reading an article on Hugh Jackman. Shout out to Hugh if you're listening. Looking fantastic for your age, Hugh. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, and it was about his what he used to do to get fit for Wolverine. Oh. And, uh, this bit... This bit killed me because I was like, well, I think we're educated enough in this space to know what's actually happening. He's like, oh, when I was training for Wolverine, I called my good uh, friend Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. I'm like, The the Rock is like maybe the most steroided man in Hollywood. He's enormous and definitely not natural, which is a story for another time, an old client who thought he was natural. Um, But it's like, well, is it the fasting or is it calling your good friend The Rock and asking who his endocrinologist is? Because he, he referenced fasting as like, a yeah, I ate um, rice and chicken and I didn't eat after six. Like, that's the reason I was shredded for Wolverine. Yeah, it's probably like, not. It's like, come on, mate. Yeah. So anyway, sorry, Hugh. Don't, don't I still like the movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I still like the movie. Yeah. But yeah, the message is to do your own research. Anyway, that'll do us for today, I think. Um <laughs> Yeah, we got work to do, don't we? We do. We will keep you posted on all things happening in regards to the move. Anyone has any questions or ideas, we welcome them. We do. Send us through your best gym designs. Um, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys.